Bulls just went on a 10-0 run. We got a timeout on the floor. Is what, we, is what we're feeling this right now. what it's now. all yeah, about dude. right now. You know, I got a drink in my hand, probably like my fourth uh -oh. you know, in a plastic cup. Six fourth in the six. last 30 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> we're feeling good, though. You know, there's only like 30 seconds yeah. left in the game. You know what tonight's about to be real interesting. I'm drinking pineapple tequila. Let's go. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of According to Alan. It's a special one tonight. Very special. We are live at Culinary Misfits upstairs for a podcast of at least the, probably one of the best podcasts we're going to have in 2023. Yeah, I'm excited about it. And we are here for a White Sox opening day party. We have, we have put it on. We had 50 tickets up, 50 tickets down. It's sold in about three to four days. And we are here live doing it and uh, trying to see what this is like. Cause this is the first time we've ever done this before. I love it. I love the idea of the live podcast. Actually, our friend Stacy Two and Nine had me on one uh, in Halloween at Ricochet, and I was like, "Man, this is a really cool concept." I know we haven't really experienced something like that. We always bring people in, but being here, um, having live mics going on while there's 50 people here drinking and enjoying themselves and watching the, the White Sox hopefully pull off a W tonight. It's a great experience. It's 0-0 in the second at this point. Um, I should probably give an introduction to everybody else who is on the podcast. We've got Mike Kristen, who you just heard from. Hello. Slater. And then also we're joined with Mitch LaRock from Forever Young Sports Cards. What's going on, guys? Mitch. Opening day baseball, baby. Let's go. Is there a better day on the calendar year? I feel like I feel like there's like a like a New Year's that happens, and this is like New Year's 2.0. Like this is the spark, like start of sports season, right? Like this this really kicks off 2023. And today. summer, and right. summer. summer is around the Next corner. Next week, I saw a high as 60, dude. What? No way. I think that's Monday for the Sox home opener too. I hope so. Which, man. which Slater and I will both be at. It's gonna be a good time. So we're all soxed up. I think I. I think even though being a Cubbies fan over here, I think I'm I'm sneaking over to 35th Avenue next Monday, dude. Stores so. Let's go. I hope so. I hope so. Have you gotten any shit for your Cubs hat right now tonight? Has anybody given you anything? I had one other gentleman fist bump me, saying "Go Cubbies." Is it the guy in the blue shirt? Yeah, he he's said, been driving me crazy. Undefeated. Yeah. I feel like he's three strikes. He's one strike yeah, away from probably I, getting I, caught. Uh, I almost said, "Hey, uh, I'm going to give you a free refund." <laughs> I, not even asking you, I would have given him. Yeah, not because $20. of the cub shirt. So, so, not because so of the I cub given shirt. Him He's just been a kind of a dick. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm all for being the devil advocate in every situation. So, sure, you know, sure. Yeah, I know you're best friends with Mark. I mean, we we understand that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least I'm not wearing any Brewer stuff. That's true. Right? That's true. That's no, good. We yeah. Got it, yeah. Would have probably preferred it, but that's okay. <laughs> that's another time. That's another so, Mitch, topic. we, we uh, this is our first uh, real endeavor together. Yeah, this is this a Forever Young Sports Cards Local 219 kind of collab tonight. And all I know is just like 50 people in this room that are vibing super hard, smashing on wings, buffalo shrimp, meatballs, boozing it up. This is exactly what I had in mind, bro. Yeah? Okay, I, I'd, I'd be a little more critical. Okay. I'll you start. always are, though. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I would have started off with a little bit more room music when people were coming through. I think we could have had a really sick playlist that could have really gotten it going a little bit more. Okay. But we were thrown off. We thought we were going to be doing this podcast live over speakers. So that's one thing. But it, it, like to to that, to defend that, we weren't expecting 
to entertain a bunch of people that we really haven't met. You know what I mean? That's the tough part. Yeah. That's the biggest surprise of tonight. Yeah, 100%. I went into the night thinking, like, when we, we, we went to put tickets for sale, I was like, yeah, it'd be cool. But it's still going to be, like, probably, like, maybe, like, 40, 45% split of people that knew us. And then, like, 10% of newbies. I just met, like, four people that didn't even know if my store existed. Yeah. That Which are is now awesome. coming to my and store. That's super fun. cool. And then, so, like, there there is satisfaction about... Go forever, young sports. <laughs> Let's go. And for those who didn't hear the first part, he said, "Go local two and nine as well." <laughs> uh, no, it's getting hyped up here, and I do appreciate that. I think the same thing. When we put this thing together and we started putting out tickets, I really wasn't sure what to expect. I didn't know if it was going to be a bunch of people we knew that we were going to make this happen, or if it was going to be a bunch of random. Um, it's really cool to see the public kind of though say like, "Hey, there's a Sox event." We're an underserved community in this in this community yes, in particular. We are. Yes, we are. So it's really cool to see everybody come out and show support. Um, with the new pitch clock rules, though, I think we got to hurry up before this game is over. Yeah, holy <laughs> crap! This yeah. game is flying by. I mean, yeah, we're, we're already in the top of the third. I think it definitely affected some games earlier today. I felt like flew by. I felt like I feel like spring training didn't really hit me with the new pitch clock thing, but like I felt like a lot, I seen some pitchers, especially relievers. Really, yeah. like, hurry up their delivery. You know, there's a couple key hits earlier today. Like, dude, you know, we've been watching the games. So it's going to be interesting, that, you know, for guys that have really short, compact deliveries that get the ball out of their hands faster. Guys like yeah. that can be more valuable over time in baseball. 100%. It's going to be interesting to see for sure. Um, and I'm with you. I think we watched that Giants-Yankees game today. And that yeah. game, man, we got to, like, it felt like we sat down. It was the second inning. And then we got our food, and then we had a couple beers, and the next thing you know, we looked up and it was the eighth. That's the thing, man. Baseball for me, usually when watching a game, is a six-beer sport. Uh, that was a four-beer. That was a four-beer game. <laughs> four-beer game. I don't no know if I game. like that. Yeah, I don't know if yeah, I like that weird. at all. Slater's over here, extra ending, extra yeah, ending. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> someone hit a grand slam, please. Yeah. Well, we've got. Uh, you're doing something really cool tonight. I want to make sure people know that maybe you didn't get a chance to come. You've got uh, you're, you're you're giving away an AJ Przinsky autograph jersey and an Andrew Vaughn jersey. Um, you've given away uh, tops opening day packs to everybody that came through, and then um, we might be opening a jumbo box of tops 2023. Yeah, you know what? I think I think there needs to be some celebration between FYC local 219. All the hard work going in tonight, like, dude, what better way to dive in? opening day then just rip the best product on the shelf for 2023 let's just go oh, that'd be awesome oh, yeah. Hell yeah should we give um should we give a shout out to our rounded corners podcast right now the rounded quarters following that's listening all like six of you yeah awesome. we love you it's gotta be a couple more no couple a couple more, more. <laughs> you know hey man it's early on you know we're excited and like i said man it's just i'm really excited about everything else we can do for crown point it's playing the flag here you know, it's a great city it's one of the best moves i ever made moving the business out here you know, so I'm really excited for what the future has, man, for sure. Well, you know, for those listening, Mitch and I started a podcast all around sports cards and a little memorabilia sp sprinkled in, but um, we're both very passionate about the hobby. We love it. We love the idea of just kind of getting involved. We both see it as a really fun hobby, and so it's been awesome to get a chance to, like, go and do that with you once a week. Yeah, man, you know, it's, it, it, it's, it's kind of fun, like, to the point, like, 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 even grandma runs the store, right? Like, she knows, like, Thursday mornings are like, all right, you're going to go do your radio show. She doesn't understand podcasts yet. Aww, I actually but love it. It's, like, it's adorable. But, like, she's like, okay. Like, 
you know, so that, that part of it's kind of cool, you know, and, you know, that, you know, building it up and just, you know, man, whatever, like, just, it's all about taking things to the next level consistently, right? So, like, let's let's keep adding to the plate without the plate overspilling, dude, so. Hell yeah. I, I'm sorry. We oh, are, he's we got are, an air yeah, by T.A. We and Alan are both climb. wearing uh, some T.A. jerseys today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's been, it, it, we, we're sharing a fist bump at the moment. Hell I'm really yeah. surprised so. you guys didn't bring no trash cans to bang on today. You know, we weren't even One of my favorite memories ever, honestly. Oh, yeah. Well, Mitch, thank you so much for stopping and, by, for collaborating on this. This absolutely. is awesome. Great chance to kind of hey, document man. this night. It's been fun, dude. It's the first of many. I hope everyone else has a great time tonight. And like I said, man, thank you guys for being wonderful co-hosts on this. Let's let's have fun tonight. I You're the man, you, Mitch. Brother. Thanks, I brother. You, brother. All right, we've got another guest coming up here. Who, who if you, can, if you can take on his mic and uh, his headphones yeah. really quick. Here, you you hold that mic and then put on his headphones. Yeah, there we go. All right. Who are we bringing on today? Al? He's uh he's he, he's listed in high school as six foot tall. <laughs> He's uh, in the, the, the professional <laughs> rankings have dropped him down to 5'8". He's oh, got man. two kids, both amazing. He's the selling life insurance like, his, like it never ended. <laughs> As you should buy it. You should buy You should life buy insurance. it. We're all going to yeah. die. We're all going to die. That's one of the guarantees in life. Mark Miskowski, my brother. Yes, hello. Thanks for jumping on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Wild day here in uh, White Sox Park. <laughs> Mark, so uh, first off, what do you think about this year's team? How are we going to do this year? Uh, we are going to finish in third place in the AL Central. Uh, being a realistic Sox fan here today. Okay. That's not fun. That's, That's not, not fun. fun at all. All right, Mark, no. thanks for joining us. Yeah, 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 <laughs> next. <laughs> so third place finish is what you're predicting, Mark. I'm just hoping nobody gets injured. Right? Yeah, it's yeah, been a tough I mean, couple right? of years of injury. I mean, if we keep it together, all right. We could swing together 90 wins. I think what concerns me going into the year is just that the team doesn't play very good baseball. Yeah, I think a lot of you the know, I mean, we're like a lost. softball team that's out there swinging, trying to hit bombs all the time. I already don't like that we already given up a stolen base three innings into the season. And a huge jump. And huge a huge jump. jump. Huge jump. And he so didn't even it, have a chance to throw it. And, and I think that's what drives me crazy is, like, you want to see good baseball. You want to see him catch it. You want to see him put balls in play. You want to see the occasional timely bomb. And it's just tough. So I got negative real quick, but we're also in the third inning right now. That's the beauty of baseball. Oh, there's yeah, a lot man. of baseball yeah. left. A lot of baseball. Technically 161 more games. Yeah. For hey, man, sure. The Phillies For were sure. leading until, like, For the sure. sixth inning, which is yeah, crazy. Yeah, and then you know? Texas uh, steamrolled them. Because Texas is doing what Texas should do yeah. with all the moves they made. This is the say, White Sox podcast. I will say expectations are always best set low. I'd rather be pleasantly surprised than disappointed. You think so? I think so. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't. I mean, last year was the exact opposite of that, right? Yeah, 100%. I think the expectations were a little too high last year. And uh, that set us up for a big time, big time, big time. failure. And uh, morale cut, I would say. Well, we just ended the third RTAP half of that. Robert just grounded out. Mm. Um, zero zero ball game though, so that's good. You know, it's hey, still competitive. Which, I mean, Cease still looks good too, though. Cease does yeah, look good. Dude, I'm honestly. happy to see a Brayu strike out. That's awesome. Yeah, on some stuff that he's probably never seen. <laughs> Mark, you put on a bet today. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I got 25 on a bomb from a Brayu today. So we got more than that. We, yeah, we, we yeah, have yeah. That going. That's we also got another parlay. Me and Mark got another classic White Sox thing. Yeah. 
I'm well, a homer for Abreu. Come yeah. on. I mean, the hey, guy hey, gave I mean, us. Yeah, it's, I get it. I the get guy it. gave us his, uh, well, he's got to be, what, 43 right now? Because we all know he lied on the he's old, on the old Cuban, birth certificate. Yeah, yeah. Cuban birth certificates, he's at yeah. least 50. <laughs> yeah, at least. <laughs> I think Abreu goes by doggy years. Rumor has it he served with Fidel Castro during the <laughs> Cuban Missile Crisis. <laughs> Oh, my God. All that powdered milk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big powdered you, milk you guy. You love that theory. Shout out to Tommy yeah. Wise right now. For the viewers, can you, or the listeners, can you tell them uh, what the theory is? Okay. Uh, this is probably not going to be the best thing to say. Just say it. Just say um, it. He may or may not work for Rizzo Insurance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bleed the I'm going to plead the fifth on this story. <laughs> but there is a theory that, uh, that liquid milk is better than powder. And all I'm saying is when you got cows... You're strong. When you got powder, you get injured every fifth game. Oh. And you're out. That's a good one, though. Louis Robert. One. That is a good one. Uh, Makata. Jimenez. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think it. one thing that's really lame about, I, I agree with, the, I, I, I semi-agree with the theory. I think it's, it's far-fetched. It's an adopted theory. Yeah. yeah, no, but it's a good adopted theory. It's better than just they suck. Yeah, 100%. You know? True. I think, they do get hurt a lot. They do I think get hurt the calisthenic, the modern calisthenics, is what's getting these guys injured. You think so? I think you can overstretch. Mm. I think you could also just strap it up and just play the next fucking game. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think, I think all of this is easy to say, but I don't spend 162 days out of my fucking year playing a baseball True. game. True, but you know what? I mean? what? There's a guy called Kel fucking Ripken. Okay, <laughs> and uh, I'd like to see what Kel Ripken has to say right now. I don't no, remember no, the no, Iron no, Man no. going down on a, <laughs> yeah. on a yeah. jog to first base. Ooh, my hamstring. No, the guy's in the lineup the I next day. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. All right. I get it. All right. I don't want to go historical on everybody, but geez. <laughs> Come on. Okay, so you're saying third in the division. Nah, that's what my gut says. My my heart hopes for the old title. But I don't know, man. I mean, do you guys really think we made the moves? Do you I, think we, I, I we think, took that notch up? I think we're in a position to win our division. Um, but I, I'm actually more curious to hear about people's projected uh, – Home run leaders for our team this year. I want. I would like to hear everyone's opinion. Why is that? Why does that matter? Because we never hit home runs. That's true. So the, uh, we're, Andrew Vaughn's going to lead us with 18. <laughs> when I, I, mean. say the early, I said earlier this year, I said he's going to blow up. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm like, what's runs. blow up? 25? But like, I mean, Luis Robert really has five. potential to do it. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. He yeah. has the potential to hit 30, 35. But will he? I don't know. It's it's a whole thing, man. Hey, by the way, great show out. Think so? Great show off. You think so? Yeah. 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 For sure. I think the vibe's starting to pick up. I was going to say, this feels like the vibe of, uh, gosh, I'm going to sound like a uh, somebody who doesn't know what he's talking about, but the uh, lower bar at uh, Guaranteed Rate. Little dugout oh, the, bar? The, what, yeah, what is that place called? The Craft Cave? Is that what you're talking about? I the think one, that's yeah, what he's talking the one about. Yeah. Where yeah. Goose Craft Island Cave. used to be? For sure, it, it gives you th- yeah. that kind of vibe. I game. love that. That yeah. place That's is awesome. Because yeah. I was, I, I was a little critical on uh, the, when Mitch was on. Yeah, I felt like we could have had some really cool like warm up music to get sure, people going. Sure. Because there was moments of quiet, yep, you know. Yep. But we didn't know. We thought we were going to be podcasting live at that point, and we and like the other thing that we didn't expect 
is how many people we don't know that are here. For sure. I mean, I, this is I, a room full of people we people don't know. Yeah. yeah, we know. We know and a good amount of people. One of your par- parties that we don't know what's going on. <laughs> no, it's weird. it's weird. All bets are off. I mean, I went up to Alan and I was like, "Hey, man, um, sorry to break up this conversation you're having with this brand new person, but it's 5:45." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, so, "Slater, I'm sorry to bother you, but there's someone under 21, and you might have to kick them out." <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's been a whole ray of emotion. And if you weren't here, you weren't, you weren't able to experience that. <laughs> yeah. Nobody likes to give bad. No, 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 no. Especially not me, man. But, yeah, I mean, shit. I think it's a good time. I'm excited about it. Fuck um, yeah, man. Bottom third. What we got? Cease. Little ground out. Here we go. Cease is dealing, man. Yeah, He's dealing. dealing. We're at 38 through 3 almost here, so. And well, I love, I love how he's murdering the stash right now. Oh, yeah. I'm He's all in owning on the, the stash. I'm all, all in on the C stash. Yeah, yeah, it's for awesome. sure. For sure. Well, Mark, man, I think thank you so much for hopping on. Well, dude, we always we'll talk let you get, get back to it. Yeah, yeah. Let you get back to it. We're going to pass the mic off to another friend of ours. Uh-oh. And this is his first podcast appearance. Have you ever been on? Well, I'll ask him. There it is. Either, either way. Either way. Headphones are tricky. There you go. Headphones are tricky. We are joined with, say your name. Pete Monger. The legend. The legend. What's happening, guys? Hey, Pete, buddy. how are you doing, dude? How you doing? I'm doing well. We got socks on. We got the sun. We're up here on the second level of Culinary Misfits. You have a new great bar here voice. in Crown Point. Yep. This is awesome. You that like it? I love voice. this place. What do you love about the? Uh, do you like the vibe that's up here right now? You know what? I mean, the colors here very vibrant. Uh, this is a great group of people. I've met a lot of people. Everyone's very friendly. Obviously, we're commiserating about last year but we're hopeful we're here we're chicago sports fans meeting having drinks breaking bread so in your in your estimation yes what's going to happen with this white Sox team this year you know this white Sox team i i think we're going to get off to a hot start i'm not i'm not gonna lie i think we're in a hot start uh we get the key for us is we're gonna have to stay healthy yeah Um, yeah yeah but i think we we swing our way into the playoffs this year and Let's fight. Let's figure it out from there. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, I know we're cruising along right now. I mean, the pitch clock thing's got these games moving pretty fast. Oh right yeah, they are just humming. finished through three. Cease is just dealing right now. Yeah, it's Cease which is, is love. He's hot. And we just got to get some offense rolling, man. We got to get to Valdez, which we've had a good career against him. We've hit him well. Yeah. So hopefully that continues. Yeah. I don't know what you guys' thoughts are. Maybe we play a little bit more small ball in this game. I mean, obviously they're throwing. Some very tough pitches for us right now, but maybe we throw down some bunts, play a little small ball. I think small ball guys in general on. should be a more yeah. of an MO for I'm all It's front underrated. Club, Especially no, if you're not going to yeah. have four guys in your lineup hit 30 home runs. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you know? there's, there's guys that I think small ball would really benefit, and Yoan is one of them. I yeah. really think so. I think, oh, I yeah. agree with that. I think if we focus Yoan and getting some, he's a fast kid. You yeah. know what I mean? Let's 100%. lay down a perfect bunt. I mean, they kind of, like, even though the, uh, the shift is kind of banned, they still have an idea of where he's going to be hitting. They're adjusting properly. I don't think anyone's going to be looking forward to a little bunt. You know what I mean? Coming from you on. Absolutely. Well, you said said it in the office earlier this week, and I I, I think this is like the entire crossroads of the season, is that there's going to be a time when Griffal is trying to instill grinder baseball in this team, and it's whether or not that team accepts that mentality or not, and they can't accept it in August. Here's the reality. They've got to accept it in the next 45 days. 100% agree with you. The reality right? of it is Grafol oh, yeah. is a fucking brand new manager. He's been a bench coach for however many years with the Royals. It is his time 
this year to establish a repertoire with these this team and a uh, precedent with how things are going to be run in the program. That's how that's how coaches do. If you want to be a good coach, I really think that first year you have to be overly tough. I think he really has to crack down yep. on some of the clickiness in the uh, in the clubhouse. And I really do think it has to come down to a lot of the grittiness. I think he has to instill, like, hey, guys, I know you guys aren't used to this, running out ground balls. I know we're probably not used to doing some buns and some small ball stuff. And the Latin players and are used to just playing their boom box <laughs> and yeah, seven right, each other. Right, Without it's, question. And, and like, in the and clubhouse. Like making, making music. Going. Yeah, making yeah, music yeah, yeah. in between right. innings and just sending Maybe it to Maybe play their... a song everybody can get yeah, into. Right, right. <laughs> like, hey, guys, let's oh, go is that, is that Enrique? By right. the most? Yeah. Is that Bad Bunny? <laughs> can we chill out? But for Griffol to really make a mark, I don't think, you know, Will they win the World Series? I would love that. I would love that. Is it possible? Yes. Is it likely? Probably not. Right. But Grafol, for him to make a successful start as a manager, he really needs to place in the top three, ideally win the division, yeah. make a playoff appearance, yep. and really have some really gritty wins. I think you need at least 20 really gritty wins this year for people to start turning heads and be like, okay, this guy's the real deal. Maybe finally get some backing from ownership to spend a little bit more money or like some smart talk. trades to – boost the lineup a little bit like or bring some of these farm guys up and give them a chance man i mean i am more pro guys that are drafted by the white Sox than not so that's why i'm a big w guy though you know that i'm on board later i Holy me too smokes. me too reach he gets Preach. smarter the drunker he gets <laughs> wasn't that how it works the higher your bac the higher your iq damn i'm right. not a math major but <laughs> I that adds up. Officer, I that adds i'm up. telling you <laughs> Pete, you're expecting a child? I am here in about three to four weeks. Oh, yeah. 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 Girl, dad. Excited? Girl dad. Yeah. Woo! Doing it. Yeah. It's going to be great. It's yeah. Be great. You feel Very prepared? Uh, I mean, I don't think anybody's really prepared, but yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you live across the street from me, so. Yeah. And I haven't seen you in like three months. So I know. you're, you're I know. in it's it. Been tough. You're in it. It's been tough. You're in that game. You may not see me for another three months. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you were coming tonight. I saw your story on Instagram and I was so stoked. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was super stoked have about to, it. Have yeah. to support. And oh, obviously, yeah. this is. Uh, Forever Young Sports Cards is doing some great stuff. Uh, they're doing great stuff with my guy, Drake Bowen. I coached him in high school. Hell yeah. Um, you know, the NIL stuff, that's awesome. And uh, Culinary Misfits is one of my new spots. You know, and uh, especially it's great to uh, support local 219 at the end of the day. Yeah, Pete, I you're the man. That, man. Hell yeah. I love, that, I love that hat, too. Thank you. Man. It's I'm old school. You know what? Yeah, it's old school. Yeah, it's got yeah, some games underneath We've yeah. talked yes, about some different things. But, again, think about it. We grew up in the 98. Chicks dig the long ball. Mark McGuire, King Griffey hell Jr. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, hell Back yeah. when baseball was awesome. See, I'm Griffey's sad my I man. I'm sad I wasn't cognitive for that time. I was born in 97. Yeah. And even when even when uh, the Sox won this, the World Series in 05, I mean, I was seven, eight years old. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. So it wasn't something I could really appreciate. So Probably my one of my favorite days as a person. See, dude, and it's like my favorite Sox memories right now are 2021. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's, I mean, there was a good run it there. It was a great run. And, and the like, Lurie had, Garcia yeah. home run. Lurie, I know dude, I mean, he gets a lot of shit, but, man. I, and, uh, I love that, that guy. That, that night, that was guy. he was electric, and that yeah. was all that mattered. Legend, you know? Yeah, he was. Yeah. He was. Well, uh, Slater misses everything. I miss our late night wing. Yeah. You, yep. uh, you know, us enjoying the garage. Oh, yeah. But there'll be, the there'll be some garage coming. times. We got the summer coming. I got the yep. patio. You got your patio yep, coming. Yep, patio's getting built. So we'll be watching a lot of Sox games together, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Guys, thanks for having me. Pete, what a time. Pleasure, Pete, man. I'm glad to be your first podcast guy. Thank you. Jump on in, Mark. Jump on in. Yeah, come on in, brother. Another Mark. Another Mark. Let's get another Mark on this podcast. 
Nah. Jump on, Mark. Jump on, Mark. Dead air, Mark. Dead air. Jump on. We are being joined by one of our business partners, the one, the only, and there is no other man like this on earth that I've met so far, Mark Pishker. Please introduce yourself to the bunch of people that are listening to this podcast right now. That was a sick intro to my intro. What's up, guys? I'm Mark Pishker. I am uh, a washed-up <laughs> collegiate athlete. I'm uh, a business partner of Slater and Allen. Yeah. And, um, big baseball guy, not a big Sox guy. So I wasn't expecting matter. to be it, on this podcast, matter. but I appreciate uh, the invite. And the party that they've thrown has been awesome so far. And, and the Sox are holding holding their own. Cease is, Cease is lighting people up right now. Yeah. You were a little worried coming into the year, as as understandably so. That He's first spring good. training start was rough. You know, who do you, who do you lead off there with? Benintendi base hit? Benintendi base hit. Top first four. and second, Let's two go. outs. Well, first and and Moncada, I wish I knew how he Yo, got on. the best 197 hitter in baseball, baby. <laughs> telling you. But... Uh, but they're looking good right now. What do you think about the vibe up here? Like, what do you think about the first, like, I'm, actual White Sox party? How many baseball parties have you really been to? Like, op- have you been to any opening day I have not. This is my first. I've been to an open day baseball game, but sure. never to, yeah. like, a party, like to a party, per se. Yeah, no, no, no. I no. think that's what's something that's super cool about this area. This is a, you know, Super Bowl parties, even World Cup parties. You know what I mean? Like, viewing parties. Like, like very rarely do you have a baseball party. And right now, we are surrounded by 50 people that love the White Sox. That's so true, though. Yeah. It's so true. I think that's awesome. It's a special thing, and I'm really happy that we were able to throw it. Yeah, and the the space is fantastic. Couldn't have picked a better space. You can't beat it, man. No. It's it's interesting because I wish we could have gotten a TV back there because that would have been really nice. Um, But I feel like the people back there are probably enjoying it. I'm hoping. I I think that they really haven't looked up at the TV too much. They're really eating, and I actually think he can see. I'm looking at a kid right now watching, and he's, like, watching the game. Can we do it? Can, can like one of us go over there by the end of the night and just check in and see how things are going? I'll go sit down after we get done with this. I'll go sit down and like chill with them. Done. You heard it here yeah. first. Slater, the man. You heard it. Here. Slater's, Slater's drinking at noon. Starting <laughs> at noon. He's kicking under kids under twenty-one out, and he's going to go sit and hang out with the with it's the boys. It's been a day. It's been a day for old Mikey. <laughs> you know, a great what day. an opening day. Yeah. No, and, and you know what's crazy? The season can only go up from here. It can. You know? It's true. They're not going to lose 160 in a row. No. Like, no. That's impossible. And and right now, right now, they honestly look better than the Astros. Yeah. Because the guy you in the mound so? for the Sox look better than, than, than Framber. Yeah. I mean, I don't – I've seen that have the Astros have one guy in base, I think. Yeah. I think the only thing I don't like about this Sox team, and I'm hoping it doesn't become, like, a consistent thing, is the one guy that got on Jeremy Pena stole second base relatively easily. He did, and it's one of my it's one of my bugaboos about this White Sox club, is that they give away bases so much. Freebies game, right? Yeah, you can't be giving. And away it's a freebies. real thing. Oh, no, it's a, real I mean, thing. how much it's do we real, talk about it when when you were at Andrean? Right, I, all, it's, it's all about the freebies every game. Every day, man. How many walks are you giving up? How many errors are you giving up? How many stolen bases are you giving up? Yep. Etc. And that's where it scares me about a team like Cleveland is I think they've got it down to a science, and I think at the end of the day, it's that Andrean philosophy. How many quality at bats are we accumulating, and absolutely. how many freebies are we giving up? At, yeah, You're going to win a lot of games being on the on the winning side of both of those equations. A hundred percent. I would agree. That's baseball, 100%. man. hundred percent. That's winning baseball. The best part, I just realized, not just realized, but all three of us were through that injury. We know what it's like. 
literally grind, as players and you guys have, as coaches. So yeah. it's like, and all of us have rings. Oh, oh, oh. with an S, rings. Uh, I have a ring. I have a ring. I have also a, a ring. You okay, have I have rings. some, but it's okay. <laughs> rings is the key. So I think mine, we I think rings. mine was the hardest though. Yeah, you were like one of the first ones, weren't you? Second. Second. You were the second. But, it, but, but, there, like, but, but there was yours, five years in between. Yours re kind of resurged it, and then ours, the one I had, really kind of like, that's the first one that like it's been on a fucking... That put it on a run. Yeah, that's on a run now. Yeah. Well, actually, you, let me put that back. 2005 was probably the hardest, because that's the first time. That's the first the hardest, one's always yeah. the hardest. Because 2004, the they did runner-up. 2005, yep. they won it. Then you go 9-10. And yep. then ever since then, it's been back-to-back. -back. Well, we should have won it in 08. We should have. We should have won it in 11 and 12, if I'm being honest. So it's, like, tough, you know? Really tough. That's but baseball, I, man. That's baseball. That is baseball. baseball. But you I know what's nice is that, like, you get a situation where, like, people publicly see the quality of baseball, and instead of having the one or two kids that decide to go to Andran, now the freshman classes are coming in looking for the same kind of success. Absolutely. Yeah, and absolutely. now they're being bred from the day they come into the – the, the program absolutely which is amazing and that's what you're looking for in a great program for sure you know? i mean alan really quick um did you have an mlb guy who didn't even start in the state game or semi-state game or regional championship game on on your pitching staff at any point no was that the year after you yeah sean manaya no yeah, way yeah yeah was no. after you the year after me he, well, he, he he will he transferred in his senior year and then, and then, not only did Sean Manaya not start, there was another kid on that team who was in AAA for the Angels last year. Oh, yeah. Zach Ryan, <laughs> who also didn't get to see the bump in Ranger of Championship semi-state or Isn't state. Isn't that absolutely crazy? The, Z the Zach Ryan um, high school resume, I, I wish we could have seen that at its, at its highest potential. Because oh. the kid was amazingly talented. Um, just a, a tough, a tough couple years to be there. Th those, uh, oh those yeah, you know what I'm teams, saying. Those great... Griffith teams back to back. Beat oh them. yeah, because like him losing that. I, I think I think he was on the mound when we lost to Mishawaka Marion, and I think that was 12. Yep, uh, that was a tough L, and I think. I, I, actually, I'm 0-2 in my coaching career against Mishawaka Marion. No wow. That wow. was the problem. Well, that's, that's probably problem, it. Yeah. I was injured the two times I faced him, unfortunately. So oh, I didn't really? Get to play. Yeah, I didn't well, get to my play four years at Well, my four years coaching at Andrain, I think our total record is somewhere in the 130 and 12 range. And uh, we lost twice to Penn, twice to Mishawaka Marion. So that's already like 60% mm. of our losses. Yeah. I'm so a one region. To one area. It's crazy. Come on. It's crazy. Ileana Christian also 10 run us my freshman year. That was my, that, that was the year? Yeah, before they moved to Indiana. You want to hear a horrible story about that? Uh, Kind of not, but late on. I want to hear it. I need I to know. Hear. Okay, so this, it, this is actually kind of fun. So I started dating my wife in April of 2009. Mm. Her dad was the head coach of Ileana Christian. Oh, dude. I met dude. him for the first time after they dude. drummed us by 10. That... <laughs> that that newspaper article of them drumming us was probably on the refrigerator oh! for seven years, seven eight years, dude. That I had to get, I had to just kind of keep getting it. You ate it, ate it, dude. Oh and man, it's the only time we ever faced them, dude. And I wasn't even, I didn't, I didn't even dress for that game. I remember being away for that game because that team was filled with like. Nine D1 players. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, 
I'm not sniffing the field as a freshman. And I remember, I remember getting a message of the score, and I said, "You're kidding me," because Ileana, no offense, Ileana, they weren't like that good that year. They they were good. Don't get me wrong. They've they had some squads, man. They, no, they, they, like, they were actually. I think they were. So if Ileana had years of being like marginal. That was one year where they had a chance to make a run. Did they ever? They, did they, they had ever like, win they had in like, Illinois? They had like, uh, no. But they had five so kids hard. who ended up playing college baseball. They did, and the yeah, kid, no. the kid who pitched against us that day, uh, went to Olivet, and I got the chance to like coach against him that following year at Purdue North Central. Nice. Um, and uh, I think his name was uh, his last name was Lasowski, but like that kid <laughs> bulldogged Close. us that day, man. Yeah. No, I, and you know what? I, I'm not taken away from Ileana by any means. It's just like. It just goes to show, like, dude, baseball is at any day. Thing, man, but like, and winning state so is many, so hard because so of hard. that. We, we faced so many people, so many hard schools at, at Andrean. Oh, I mean, my God. We went, uh, my team was the first one to go to that Bajenski tournament. tournament. Yeah, we won it. That was the craziest oh. thing because your dad didn't think we were going to win it. it well, dude, you're, we're he started, facing. Yeah, he started Frank that first game. Dude, yeah, that's right. I guess right, Lamont, yeah. yeah. <laughs> dude, you're facing SEC pitchers, Big Ten pitchers. Yeah, the battery was uh, just was a, dudes was a pitcher, every yeah every game, dude. Yeah. That Chicago Catholic League, I, I'll I'll say this to the very end. Winning the Bajenski tournament is harder than winning state in Indiana. I would say so because we walked through the state tournament after that. Oh, it, it, yeah. It's but doesn't like, Danny Gomez have a perfect Danny game? Danny Gomez, on record, here we are, here we are. <laughs> Danny Gomez, were you there for that one? No, but dude, I, it was outside <laughs> order. Mark, you should have been. I Shout know, out to Danny, I know. Danny Gomez. I, I, dude, if you ever listen to this, brother. I love you because of that game. Also, because he always did the nae to finish off our dance circle oh, that no. year. So much fun. But, oh, yeah, one of those awesome. great moments, man. And that's why I love baseball. Abreu that's just grounded out, thank God. Hell, yeah. <laughs> did he? Yikes. Yeah. Yikes. Look at this. Yeah, we're about to bring on, yeah. we're about to bring on another guest here. Uh, Mark, I appreciate thank you, you guys so much, having, having me. Hey, man, love I love you, guys. you man. It's so, it's so good to have you, guys. brother. Seriously. I hope this is the one day that I hope the Sox win. Oh, you're the man. Hey, yep, that's, that's cute. All, that's I, I, I know go, how hard it was for you to say that. It hurt. I hope <laughs> you guys go one in 161. <laughs> 61. All right, let's go. pass off these headphones and uh, microphone to another friend of ours. Uh, he's not hearing anything I'm saying right now, but it's okay. I Once, hear everything you're oh, saying. Oh, he can hear right everything now. I'm saying. I forget. These uh, noise-canceling headphones, I keep forgetting that other people can hear me. You are everywhere at all times. Introduce yourself, my good sir. Hi, my name's Adam Hazlitt. Bring the mic a little closer to your mouth. I'm Adam Hazlitt. There you are. There you are. What would you like to know about me? I want to know everything, buddy. Why are you a White Sox fan? Oh, oh that's a good question. I know. Why I'm a great a interviewer. That's tough. Is it fair to say because... Everybody in my family is a White Sox fan. Yeah, I think that's a safe bet. In, I mean, in this day and age, I think that that's pretty much how all of our fandom goes, right? Is that's exactly. You don't choose it, it honestly. It passes down from generation to generation. And that's how I ended up at my first White Sox game. It was old Comiskey. I still I, I still remember all those old Comiskey games. I can't get it any closer. Do you want me to... Uh, Can we do this? Deep, I like that. Deep that fucking <laughs> mic, bro. We'll do it Can like you this. smell? <laughs> what the <laughs> rocket <Rackets> cooking? <laughs> no, yeah, it's it's the it's it's going back to old Comiskey back at that's crazy back in the day. Yeah, it's it's going to games with my dad and then my stepdad and my it, like that. It's it. For as long as I can remember, it's been it's been kind of chasing that dream with the with the White Sox and 
getting it, get, getting across that, getting across that finish line one time. One so. time. Yeah, one time. One time. We've been there. Well, well, you and I are old enough to know what that finish line was like, uh. and it was probably my favorite. I mean, top ten days of my life. Absolutely. That's there's so many fun stories about that, about that whole season, and how everything went down. But for me, it was for, for getting to go to at least one game during that playoff run was. One of the best experiences, just with with my brothers and my dad, is just incredible. What game did you go to? Uh, uh, that? that was game one. Game one of the ALDS against Boston, Jeez. fourteen to two. No fourteen way. to two. Watching them just slap Boston around for for an afternoon. Oh was, yeah, that I, was, I remember that game distinctly. Was, that was my twenty fifth birthday present. Was going. Let's Jeez. go. Two thousand five. Going to watch them just beat Boston up for. For for three and a half hours. My favorite part incredible. about all that is that they were like drunk the whole time. I mean, I, mean, I know, I know, I was. I, I was. My dad was. Probably at least one of my brothers was. I I can't, I speak, can't speak for both of them, but that was an amazing day, and it was that, that was so much fun. Well, speaking of generationally, that's I think where I'm in the same boat. Is that like, even if I ever wanted to be a fan, I had the impulse of being a fan of a different team. There's no chance. I mean, the amount of conversations with people that are not no longer even here that our entire family was based around white Sox baseball yes. including my dad my grandpa you know it was like dude like when, when we won the 05 world series my dad had to work that night came home at 3 a.m i stayed up made sure that when as soon as he walked in the door i had a bottle of vodka and we were taking shots you know oh, it's like you don't story. you I don't get that. to like you don't get to experience that every there's day, so much know? to be said about that though like that entire playoff run I was, I, I, you know, I think about, I go back to where I was during that time in my life, and and there was, there was one like, the, for the for the first game of the, no, it was it was the clinching game of the ALCS. I was in Cincinnati, that that particular that particular weekend, and driving home from um, driving home from Cincinnati, I happened to catch. ESPN 1000 from Chicago was broadcasting White Sox at that time, and they are now again. But at that particular point, for whatever reason, their broadcast from Chicago was pushing out across across Indiana, across Ohio, through Cincinnati. That's and I, called God. I, I, God. I, God. Yes, God. Exactly. Right exactly. That's God right there. And I caught the entire game. It was a little bit crispy at the beginning, but by the time I was, you know, into like the into like the the south central parts of Indiana, I was catching the entire game. And then from there, it, you know, just listening to the whole game, and it was like, all right, we're going to the series, guys. This is this is happening. And then going out to the bars after that, and just enjoying it, listening oh, to. Uh, God, I just hell yeah, it. yeah! It was so bad, it was it was dude. incredible. You know what I mean? Well, you know what? The the hardest part for me in like '05 was, I felt like a lot of my friends were Cub fans, and in '03, the the Cubs had their run, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I know that like, every time they'd invite me out, I'm like, yeah, hell yeah, I'll yeah, go. Sure, hell I, yeah. I want to see it. Same. Went, and in 05, I felt like they all abandoned me. Oh, it was, I felt it was like, so different. It, it was. It was no, you are 100% it was, it was right weird. on that, dude. And it was like, I'm not going to a White Sox like, playoff game. Yeah, and I'm like, what? I'll get on the, that bandwagon. I, I, was, I, was I was in the with shit. You I was when, in the shit. When Bartman threw, uh, you know, like, <laughs> hit that it ball. It was something fun yeah. to watch. It was, it was something different. Yeah, I mean, at that cool. point, At that point, nothing the White Sox had done since 93 at that point. So you're just like, all right. I'll get on board with this. I'll. I'll we had that I'll, little I'll, bump in 01 where we got swept by Seattle. Or there was 2000. You know, 2000, 2000, 2000, yeah, 2000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it was it, it, it. Nothing much was happening at that point, and something First interesting. First and second happen- one out in top of five. Sorry, yeah, we had we had a, some poor base running here. Yeah. That'll happen. 
that'll happen. Oh hell yeah! But we're making moves. But yeah, but it, it was. I, I get what you're saying. We're just like you get on board with it. You're like, yeah, this is something interesting happening in '03, and then, and when it comes time again in 2005, it's like, hey, this is something really cool happening with 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 our team. They're just like, yeah, don't give a don't give a crap about they it. They don't give a shit. No, I, there, there was a buddy of mine. His name's Junior. And uh, we went to Jackson's in St. John at the time, which is now Michael's. And, oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, 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 and uh, he, it was the day that Graffinino put the ball through his legs, mm-hmm. and then uh, Gucci hit a three-run bomb. It was one of the coolest moments ever. I think he literally got on the bar and was doing push-ups. No way. And it was, like, the greatest <laughs> thing ever. Um, so Holy it was crap. just, I mean, that whole run was amazing. It's, like, it, it's amazing to even think back about it, you know? What do you think about this White Sox season? What are you expecting? I've been so burned the last few years, you know? Like, it's there's been so much expectation about this team the last few years where it's like, this is the window, right? And they've said, they've said that so many times. This is the window. This is the this World is Series this window. Is it. And then, you know, a couple of first-round exits and then last year where it was just, like, the picture of mediocrity. I feel like, <laughs> like, like this year it's so tough to be like, all right, well – how, you know, we we got to come back from that and just be like, yeah, I'm all in on this, right? So I, I guess like cautiously optimistic is probably the word for it. Yeah. Where you oh, just that's like good, that's good. Like I'm gonna good description. I'm, I'm gonna watch this and I'm gonna be engaged with it. But you guys have kind of like kind of screwed me the last few years. <laughs> right? I think last right? year in particular hurts really bad. Right. Really, yeah, I exactly. mean every ESPN pundit was like, yeah, it, you'd be Sox, stupid. Socks. World Series. Socks. World consider Series. Consider the Sox is a World Series contender. And th- they just never put it together. Yeah. And literally all of us were like, yeah, we would be stupid not to consider them as a World Series and contender. And I'm going to call Allen out right now because as soon as they hired LaRussa, <laughs> Allen was like, and I was all over it. I was saying, this is a terrible hire. What are they doing? And I was like, dude, Adam, you got to give it time. You got to give it a listen, chance. Listen, I was like, I'm not going to give it a chance because give that's a garbage hire. That. I did say that. That is a garbage hire. Because I, did say I was that. the biggest TLR um, apologist. It Last was, year. you know, and you know, I'm not trying to pat myself on the back or anything like that, but, but, like, yeah, I was right because Adam, I know like 30 people like you who said the same thing. That shit, was, so. it, it was, <laughs> it was, but it was, it was garbage. It, it was a garbage hire by by Reinsdorf, like, I don't know. It's, but I, I, think I don't know what I don't know what it was the that story first year. It was that so first year. My whole was thought process year. was is that he's got the resume. Yes. And let's just see how it unfolds, right? And so I wasn't gonna just ready to like, you know, when he first got hired, it was like. He's not going to relate to the younger players. Look at the drunk guy. You know, it was like a lot of that. And for me, it was just like, let's just see how this team plays. And I needed a little bit of like an example of how that was going to go, you know. And then as time went on, you realize that I think the worst thing that happened to LaRusa was the criticism of him not being able to relate to the players yeah. right when he got hired. Yeah. Or falling I, asleep in the dugout. Well, that That's was that came one. in year That's two. That one. came That's in year two. <laughs> Um, but I just felt like that was like that was a moment where he, he realized he couldn't be a dick ever, and so like it became like a free for all for all the players. What was that? It was with uh, Mercedes when he when he was when like, he, yeah, you're, that was bullshit. like, oh, you're you you. This isn't how we play the game. That this isn't bullshit. how. That's like it's it's 2021 or 2022 man like this like the game has passed you by at a certain point i know you just have to be able to kind of step aside and say let let the players do their thing man let the players be players let them have fun and he never really got that in my opinion well i know i know today's day and age a lot of people don't say they were wrong i was wrong i was wrong as well i wanted to give him a chance 
and it turned out to be a total failure. Yeah. Across the board. You we have, got, we got 2021 have, yeah. out, of, out of it. 2021 was sick. But nothing really came of it. I mean, let's put our expectations in a realistic place. We should be winning World Series or at least be competing when if we're Absolutely. a good, good yeah. team, you know? Then against this Astros team that, that just kind of schooled them in the, in, the, in the playoffs where it was yeah. just like, yep. like that was – it, they weren't prepared for it, and it no, was it, no. it, it was it, it wasn't pretty. And you really saw a conflict of style. Yeah, absolutely. And that was a tough one. So, Adam, do you have anything else you want to add before we? Uh, I just kind of want to know what are your guys's? I mean, if this has already oh. come up, like, but like your best White Sox memories, like best White Sox in attendance memories at at Sox Park. What are your best memories? Mine is the Lurie Garcia three-run homer. Mine is that same game. I, this awesome story, by the way, real quick, me and Alan were at that game. We were sitting together. We were... Had an um, epic tailgate. Epic fucking tailgate. Um, and at one point, we were down, what was it, 5-0? Down 5 nothing. We were down 5 nothing. I went to the take a piss. Some, I'm standing next to some guy. Yep. And I'm like, dude, what the hell? You know, and he's like, dude, we should have faith. Like, let's have some faith. And I'm like, you know what? I'm with you. So it was like a good rallying cry, like in the third inning. So yep, that was fun. Yep. So I go piss, right? I go up there because Yoan, uh, there was a pass ball and there was something going on with Yoan, and I was like, dude, this is my moment. I sprint up the stairs from like wherever we were on the third baseline. I pissed so fast, and as I'm coming back down the stairs, I hear, <laughs> and I'm like, what? And I look, and it's fucking gone, dude. Lori hits that home run, right? Everyone's freaking out as I get to my, as I get back to my spot. And it's like, holy shit, me were all, you know, it was super cool, right? And at that moment, we were, we were starting to trail, but we were starting to put it back together. It was super cool. And we were like, we got to figure out what to do to get this together. And for some reason, we had masks on because it was still 2020. It was right after the COVID thing. Me and Alan were like, what if we just do our masks? This is a true story. We, we are the unsung heroes. Unsung heroes. The Kane guy gets all the credit. He does. Bullshit, Adam. It's bullshit. This <laughs> is a real Alan story. Are like, what if we just throw in our masks? It's like a rally cry, right? Throw in our masks. They start hitting. They start. Grandal goes, yeah. They start getting runs. Everyone around us, all twenty of these people, were like, "Don't you dare take off those yeah, fucking masks!" Yeah, we put our masks on at one point, and someone yelled at us from like three rows up. Ten put seats that down. back on. Put it back on. Put it back on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, it's true. All right, it's we won that story. game. It was absolutely incredible. We cried. It was incredible. You know, when Lurie Garcia hit that home run, dude, I literally jumped up for joy. Like, left my feet. At one point, someone next to me threw a full beer into the sky. <laughs> it was like, this is what it's about. This is baseball. And I love that moment so much because I was at the Field of Dreams game. Damn it. And I thought that that was the pinnacle of baseball experience until I was there, that blackout home game. And to this day, until we win the World Series, or at least make it, that's going to be my favorite memory. What about yours? I love it. Mine is Jim Tomey. 500th home run. That's fine. Oh, I was that's there. A good one. That's a good Extra one. innings. I think it was the 14th inning walk off. That nothing's going to like it's going to I won't say nothing will compare to that, but it'll take it'll take something something special to kind of compare to that. It's as, as from a milestone moment just just I, I think it was against the Angels. I think it was like 0607 or something like wow, that. Love that. And just just it, it was just the electricity in that park when the when the ball left that bat you just knew you knew like there it goes you're witnessing something incredible happening right now and like to be there like i, I was i remember i was there specifically i was there with my brother at the, on that day it was just like oh, beautiful this is incredible 
you're never we're never going to forget this as as White Sox fans as sports fans to be oh, able to win no. something like that. So love that. That's, that's a great me. one. Yeah, great story, was doing, I, have, I have two when I was a kid that I'll do really quick. Yeah. One um, walk going to the stadium. I'm thinking I'm like nine or ten. Big hurt. Uh, his walk up music was Wild Thing, and it slapped so hard. It was like, <laughs> let's go. This guy fucks. And then the second one was I saw Robin Ventura walk off Texas with the Grand Slam. <laughs> and that, that was fire. nice. But I was also like 12. So, and I got a third one. I gave Chuck Jones so much shit in center field in Minnesota that he ended up flicking off the entire crowd. And an entire section eventually got with me and started giving him shit. So those are my three <laughs> outside of the Lurie Garcia home runs. Love that. I always remember Jock Jones for the pink bat. I don't know why. It was just something. He always, <laughs> you know, the, the, the pink bat sticks with me for Jock Jones. Awesome. But, yeah, fuck the Twins. So. Yeah, <laughs> fuck the Twins. the Twins. Great final words. Adam, yeah. it was an honor to have you on, brother. Thanks for coming out, man. You're the man. We're going to pass this Kevin, off jump to, on, yeah, buddy. Jump to on. another friend of ours. Jump on. Thank you. It's been a great podcast. This might be our last guest. We're at uh, about... Perfect. Yep. Perfect. This, this is our last guest of the day. Please, Kevin. Yeah, please introduce yourself. How you guys doing? Good. How good, are you man, doing, yeah. man? Good. You're gonna want to swallow that mic, pretty much. Okay. Yeah. yeah, just, yeah I just don't yeah, want to get yeah. too much room noise in there. Here, the room you know noise what I mean? is yeah. a little. Yeah. It's a real little thing. Loud. So I have this low. Just swallow the mic. Kevin. So what are you thinking so far? You want to turn? Well, it's just get a little closer to your mouth, and you should be good. Well, he's talking the headphones. I oh, think. headphones. Headphones are as high as they can go. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, just keep it close to your head. You it's should tough. Be okay. We're in foreign territory, Kevin. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what do you think so far, man? What do you think about the White Sox season? Uh, if they can stay healthy, I think they'll have a great shot at winning the division. No, oh, hell agree. yeah. I would hell totally yeah. agree. What do you think about tonight? Has this been cool or? Yeah, it's been a great event. Want to thank you, local two one nine culinary misfits for hosting it here. Uh, Forever Young Sports Cards. It's a great event. You're the man. Kevin and I have gotten a chance to get to know each other a little bit more. Uh, Kevin has now joined the ch uh, board chamber. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes. So that's been really cool. Um, so I'm kind of excited to see how that kind of unfolds. we got a lot of stuff coming on. That is a lot of fun. Um, but, yeah, he sent me a text last week. He's like, hey, is there any tickets left to, for the Sox thing? I'm like, absolutely. So it's awesome to see you here, man. Well, thanks for having me here. I, I appreciate the invitation to come out. Yeah, so do you have any, like, uh, how, what did your Soxdom started? Why are you a Sox fan? That kind of thing. I uh, started as a kid. My dad taking me to Old Comiskey Park. Uh, old Comiskey. Yeah, Old That's Comiskey. two in a row. Back when Ron Karkovice was there and uh, Blackjack McDowell back in the day. Oh, hell yeah. Yep. Um, I was, I, I've, been to, I've been to Old Comiskey twice, but I was so young I don't remember it that much. Crazy. Yeah. I remember being outside for, like, the day tickets went on sale, and at that point it was physical, um, when they opened the new stadium, and my dad gave me, like, a full tour around the stadium. No but way. I, that's the most, like, I remember. I don't remember that's being awesome, inside. Though. That's so cool, though, man. I never got to experience that. Yeah, I mean, well, the Lost Comiskey just came out. Oh, shit. Oh, oh here we go. Luba. I thought that nice. might have been a bomb. C63 through 5. Jeez. Six inch, that was a six-pitch inning? Is that what they said? That's awesome. I just wish the White Sox would spend some money finally. I know. We it's kind of weird. We gotta stop wishing for things that won't happen, though. Yeah. Kevin. You know what I mean? It's kind of weird. We're we're going we're heading towards this place where I think we're going to be in a real weird place. Is that Tim Anderson's contract's coming up by 2024? There's and I I don't know if they're going to pay them the amount of money that he's going to want. So he might. I mean, if this if this season goes a little sideways. We might be end at the end of the Tim Anderson era. 
That's very possible. I mean, even with Dylan C seeing how great he's pitching today and second in Cy Young voting last year, they're going to have to pay him. And oh, yeah. I don't know if the Sox are willing to dish out that kind of money for him. I so, think, it, yeah, it's unfortunate, man. I mean, like a couple years ago, we were looking, I was looking at this stuff and I was like, man, a lot of these guys that I'm huge fans of that are staples to this team are locked in through 2024. It looks like we're getting towards the end of that time. So it's like, what is the White Sox future look? without these guys that have obviously drawn fans and people have grown attachments to, but have also produced for us, you know what I mean? Right. And at this point, it's like every time I go to a, uh, a, a into a new season, I'm looking forward to watching these guys produce. I'm looking forward to these guys, you know, um, their, their value as a, as a White Sox, you know what I mean? Oh, definitely. More than anything. Yeah, I'm just hoping Mankata can come through this year. Oh, He's had a lot a of hype. One. I think that's everyone's hope, man. A lot of hype behind him, and he just hasn't come to come to show out yet. Oh yeah. So, uh, given your beliefs and like how you feel about the team, I know you said staying healthy, and you hope for some guys to like do some stuff. Do you see them winning the division? I could definitely see them winning the division, being about 95 win team and winning the division. Yeah, I, awesome. I'm with you on the 90 wins at least, man. I, I I think they can win the division, and I'm super excited to. Uh, I was talking about you with with you this earlier, uh, Al. I think um, I think they'll probably be 500 throughout the first 50 games, 25, 50 games, and I really feel like towards uh, towards August they're really gonna figure it out, get to some of those uh, clubhouse issues resolved, and just really go on a run, be dangerous like the White Sox are supposed to be. Yeah, we're both on the same page. We think that first like 30 games is probably the biggest crossroads because it's gonna 100%. be Grafal indoctrinating his thought process about being a grinding team which he said all spring training that's what he wants it's obviously a, um, a disconnect from that mentality from what we've seen last year yep right so those first 30 games are going to really matter if they're 500 out outside of that I really like where we're heading I agree I agree plus if Liam Hendricks comes back I believe he's on the 60-day DL right now I, I think I think that they said that he's uh, his chemotherapies have gone so well that they can't put him on the 60-day DL. Oh, great. And so yeah. they're thinking mid-May to late May that he's going to be back. That will be huge. That would be huge. That would really help. Really, and, then, you know, when you look at the lineup, the lineup is pretty long. Yep. We ha On potential alone, I mean, one through nine can hit. Yeah, 100%. And our pitching staff, our starting pitching staff is fire. Well, that's always been my favorite part about it, man, especially in 2021 when we really started going on that run. It's like we had a lot of injuries, but it seemed like everyone we called up, everyone we had on the bench, like they were able to step up. And I'm not sure what the entire reason behind that was. I'm not sure if it was, you know, like they felt it in the air that year um, or what. But Slater, I've been waiting to tell you this. What? Billy Hamilton was sent to the minors. I wanted to do it live on the podcast. Man. Uh -oh. I'm sorry. You, you got me in a run, and now I'm, like, distracted. Because <laughs> I love Billy Hamilton, man. He's, he's the, the goat. goat. The goat. He, he had, he the had goat. one of the best two-week runs in 2020 <laughs> run, 2021. And it was incredible, and so I always consider him the go for that. I'm sorry, and, and like, like he was one of those guys. You brought it. We like he was incredible for like two weeks. You yeah, know? you gotta have that. that he, you he gotta have body. those guys. You gotta have that depth of yeah. the minors to come up for a week or two for exactly. injuries are gonna happen. There's no way around it. But exactly. You just hope it's not season-ending injuries, and someone can come up and give a spark to the team. I'm just hoping for that spark again because 2021, it, it seemed like whenever a guy went down, they stepped up. Last year was not the case. Um, and it's like, you know, with some new leadership, I'm really hoping that uh, some of these guys will, will will take that back and be like, you know what? We are way too damn talented to finish third. I think Valdez is out of the game at this point, which is really cool. That is fun. He's um, sweating hard. But one thing I think that's really hopeful about last year, right? Let's let's like go through a checklist really quick. 
at one point, Josh Naylor like brought them back from the dead, Cleveland. I think we were up 9-2 in the eighth, ended up losing that game. We had our head coach and our GM out in the public saying that we're no longer going to be running to first base hard on anything that's like at yep. least we think it's going to be out. And then at the end of the day, even with that, and with Cleveland surging, we were still in striking distance with two weeks left in the season. Which is the craziest yep. thing ever. As bad as we played. So it's like if this te- if this manager can just get us in the right track, get us a little bit focused. I'm with you, Kevin. I see 95 games all day. I and that, that might be the eight beers I've had today. I love that. I'll be seeing you guys in the playoffs then. Let's go. Let's go, Kevin. Let's Let's go, go, Kevin. Are you going to the home opener? Huh? Are you going to the home opener? Unfortunately not. Oh, uh, you got to ah. work? Yeah. Dude, who do I got to call a tech to let him know? I'll figure it out, I dude. I can put in the personal day. Let him know. <laughs> hey, hey, let him know Slater needs you there. Yeah. All right, will do. That you should be good. You should be good. Just yeah, let him know. Cool. It should be a pass. It should community, be a hall pass. Community yeah. event. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Well, Kevin, thank you so much, man, thank for you, coming on. Man. Man. Appreciate, appreciate you guys. It, dude. Thank you guys. I uh, really want to. Yep, is this your you. first podcast? First podcast. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. You did a great job, that, brother. Thank, right, thank you, guys. Yep, yep. Thanks, dude. Appreciate awesome. it. All right, so let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up, man. Hey, how much fun are you having today? More fun since we started the podcast. I think so, too. I think it's been a great game. Um, it's a lot of fun. I can't wait to watch the last half of this game. And, uh, you know, I'm super thankful to be surrounded by all these people. A lot of friends here. A lot of really great food. Great experience all day. I mean, we spent, what, six hours in this building? Yeah. <laughs> so We love um, opening day, though. We love opening day, man. It's a holiday. It should be recognized as a national freaking holiday. Uh, but thanks, man. I'm, I'm so happy. I mean, I know a couple months ago we marked this off in the calendar as, like, hey, this is what we're doing. We're hanging out all day. We're watching baseball. It elevated to partnering with Mitch and Forever Young Sports Cards into becoming an awesome event, bringing a lot of people together. And this is the first time I've been surrounded by so many Sox fans where I'm not a guaranteed Raider USL year. And it's a beautiful thing, man, and I'm super stoked to be here. Uh, thank you so much. I'm happy we got to, we were able to pull this together. Um, and uh, I'm looking forward to many more awesome events this year. Slater, I couldn't have said it better. I know you couldn't have. God, That's I why like I said proud it. Proud dad. <laughs> Great job. I love you, buddy. Love you too, Hell man. Yeah. Hey. Go White Sox. Go White Sox, Thanks baby. for listening. Thanks for listening, everyone. You're, if you're listening to this podcast, that means you probably already follow us. You're damn right. But tell your friends. Tell your friends. Instagram, <laughs> TikTok, Facebook. Yeah, the whole Liquid, thing. everything. All right, guys. Um, I'll talk to you guys it, later. And, yep. uh, have a good night. Here we go.